I'm so happy to be back after the news, as I promised you three hours ago already that we can have a subject, as our listener Carlos said, probably the heavy subject for the lunchtime. And I agree, but sometimes we have to talk about this. Even though we exaggerate somehow nowadays because everyone keeps having podcasts about what trauma is, what does it mean, childhood traumas, how this affect as us as a adults becoming um how this change our patterns how we tend to have attitudes towards um people in our life a relationship and then becoming parents when it's our turn and i know i'm really aware of the thing that it's not an easy subject but in the same time i'm also aware of the thing that there there is still space to talk about this i don't know Are we talking about this too much? We're going to find out. Because I'm joined today by Maurice Hyman, self-growth um, relationship coach, somatic trauma therapeutic approach, and also workplace well-being and resilience trainer, and also preconception perinatal parenthood doula, a word you've been hearing a lot this uh, morning from me as well, because as I said, um, uh, is a person who accompanies parents through the whole preconception and pregnancy period and after birth as well. So uh, Maurice is here as well, and she's a doula as well. I want to say welcome again, because I know her. I met her previously. Hi, Maurice. Hi, Julieta. Thanks Thank for being you. here. <laughs> Thank you for coming in, and especially with your open heart to talk about this subject. As I said, nowadays, we tend to exaggerate a bit people parents even my age because I'm a parent as well we kind of like became aware that something something is wrong so we have to work on and suddenly everyone is like talking about the we have to blame our childhood that's why we behave like this because we had some missing points in our childhood is there too much nowadays oh there is still space to talk about this subject so that is a very big question to start with yes And um, I guess the answer depends. It depends in which circles you are moving. Um, since I started to work, change my career, I was in finance before and then 10 years ago after I became a mom, I, I started to work with families and I wanted to solve their problems, their logistical problems, I thought in the beginning, and to make them more positive mm -hmm. and going through the journey with ease. And then the more I started to work and work and work with them over the years and started to add more certifications under my belt, I started to realize at the root of the most of their problems is, unfortunately, yes, that word trauma. Mm -hmm. <laughs> mm -hmm. And then I realized I had boatloads full of it. And um, it took me on a long journey of discovery to to address my own trauma and to find methods that work because let's face it uh, there are a million types of methods yes. on the market today and also types of people uh, exactly and then also there's mainstream psychology mm -hmm. who doesn't fully get trauma um, creating lasting change depending on the school of thought And so um, since I started to add a trauma-informed approach, working with clients, working with families, working with women, working with couples, and now bringing that into the workplace, um, you create lasting change when you go back to these formative patterns. And, mm -hmm. and I mean, we can talk about what trauma really is, the definition of that, because people are throwing around that term a lot. Please. And... and um, 
yes, there is still not enough awareness of it, to be, to be honest. Mm-hmm. And today I will point the listeners to a couple of resources that will help them to explore this a bit more. Mm-hmm. But first of all, I just want to say, because I know there are parents out there listening, and they are also feeling guilty that, oh, gosh, it's inevitable they're going to screw up their kids. Yes, yes. <laughs> and I want to, them to leave with an empowering message. And it's also not about blaming our parents. Yes, they were not perfect. They were human. So, of course, there's going to be gaps for us to fill. If we want to be having a meaningful life, it's just our responsibility to look at those gaps with compassion and care. And we don't have to over-exaggerate it and scream to the world, we have trauma, that's okay. Mm -hmm. But hurt people, hurt people. And look at the state of the world at the moment. It's not in peace. So there is still some work to do. And uh, in in the realm of trauma, there's also a lot of misconceptions And we are basically living in a traumatized society. Mm -hmm. And so I'll point the listeners to some resources, as I said, to to expand on that view. Mm -hmm. So first of all, it's not to blame our parents. And they don't even have to know we're doing this work. And it's also to empower us so that we are better parents for Mm -hmm. those of us that Mm -hmm. are parents. And... There are many, many things we can do for ourselves and that will open our hearts and bring more joy, compassion, love and care and strength and courage into our abilities if we are able to compassionately and patiently and curiously look at these gaps, whatever we call them. They Mm -hmm. might be trauma, Mm -hmm. but they might be neglect. Emotional neglect is a big one and there are very, very few of us that grew up not emotionally neglectful because the previous generation generations level of emotional intelligence was very very low and we are as a society still growing our emotional intelligence we still mm-hmm. have no clue mm-hmm. what it really means to be an emotional human and to be an empowered emotional human so we haven't mastered our emotions yet we're still learning we're like teenagers in the teenager phase as a society so it just makes sense that these generations now have it, I think, very hard because they have one foot in the old paradigm and one foot in the new paradigm. Yep. And it's not very clear which path to follow to mm-hmm, look at these mm-hmm, gaps. Mm-hmm. So I take my hat off for everybody listening to this and listening to it with curiosity and an open heart. It is a confusing topic. Okay, how because from this you can uh, you can probably name the or the definition of trauma because trauma yes. is a heavy word yes. when you say trauma oh my god it's, it's you feel about a wound something physically done you exactly. know exactly but um starting with the definition you'd say your words and then how do we identify us yes. like how do we understand that me julieta i i am a traumatized person mm-hmm So, first of all, I invite people not to let it form your identity. Mm -hmm. First of all, you are a human being with strengths, universal strengths. All of us have strengths. And so it's about gathering your resources to look at these gaps. Okay, so we don't want this to form our identity forever. Yes, we don't want to shy over it and pretend nothing really happened. I did not have feelings about it. That's not going to mm-hmm. work. Bottling is not going to work. Suppressing is not going to work. Numbing, shutting down, dissociating. 
Most people are living in a dissociated state, autopilot, making decisions, not from an empowered place. So let's look at it uh, with consciousness and curiosity. So what is trauma? What, what do people mean when they throw that term around? I think some people, when they hear that term, they think, oh, no, I don't identify with that because it, you must be severely broken to yes. have trauma. And that is absolutely wrong. So when people say talk about trauma, so the official definition is PTSD, so post-traumatic stress disorder. Mm -hmm. So considered as a mental health condition that's triggered by some upsetting event, either experiencing it or witnessing it. And this can be any disappointment or loss or change, change is very stressful for humans, mm -hmm. that could potentially be traumatizing depending on what resources the person had at the time to manage it. For instance, having a compassionate witness, this could change the picture completely. So usually when a person is powerless in a situation, hopeless and have no choice regarding the inevitable that will happen, that's when limiting imprints can be laid down into the nervous system, into the limbic system. And I'll explain a bit deeper what mm -hmm. the limbic system mm -hmm. is. That's the emotional part of our brain, very innate, and it forms before the cognitive thinking brain is even online. And it's connected to our nervous system and all the cells of the body and our subconscious. So it lays down very powerful patterns. And if at the time a person experiences a PTSD, a post uh, um, uh, uh, stressful event mm -hmm. that is not carefully processed, this can create stuck patterns in the nervous system. Mm -hmm. And s we also talk about complex PTSD. Now, that is where you have an ongoing period of traumatizing events, for instance, having a painful childhood. Mm -hmm. So complex PTSD can also be referred to as, uh, people refer to childhood PTSD as complex PTSD. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Now, many people may have heard of Dr. Gabor Matei. Yes. He is great. I was great. going to ask you about him. Beautiful documentary film to watch, everybody. Mm -hmm. The Wisdom of Trauma. And there you will see that the message is, we live in a traumatized society and we don't even know it. Yes. So there is still a lot more awareness to be had in this and um, if you think, he always says, if you think you have not been touched by trauma, you will be an outlier in society. Mm -hmm. We need schools, we need education, we need hospitals, we need um, the workplace to become trauma-informed. Mm -hmm. And so there's another trauma expert, Dr. Bessel van der Kolk. He has studied trauma for over 50 years. He's the author of the book, When the Body Keeps the Score, because the, the trauma is stored in the body, not just in the rational brain. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so talking about it in circles for years is not going to really mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. create lasting change. And he explains that mainstream system of psychiatry, psychology, doesn't understand trauma, especially early life trauma, mm -hmm. and how strongly the patterns are being laid down and that that is the place to go for all the current patterns in your life that is not working out. So, yes, and when we also look at it with a lens of pre- and perinatal psychology, talking about a limiting limbic imprint, it's important to realize that in traditional psychology, they might talk lightly about trauma. Mm -hmm. 
the methods that are being used are not necessarily deep enough working with the body as well. So in the field of somatic psychology, yes. which is the future. Um, but then also they skip to they skip about the parts from conception, mm -hmm. gestation, when you were cooking in your mama's womb and yes. you were swimming in all her emotions, all her outer experiences that were manifested inside and formed some templates in your little being. People don't know Be about this. Before oh. your thinking brain could make sense of mm -hmm. this because it wasn't online yet. Yes. And then the birth as well, a pivotal event. And as a doula, I know I do human rights and childbirth work as well. We still do not know as a society how to gently birth babies. And this creates also lifelong patterns mm -hmm. in the nervous system that we call the, we call the limbic imprint. And this sets the tone for how you will show up in stressful conditions, how you will show up in your relationships, mm -hmm. how you will see yourself in the world, your identity, who you are, your importance or non-importance, your abilities, your self-esteem. It's connected to literally everything. Mm -hmm. So there's a lot of gifts to be unlocked there. I want th the listeners to look at it from that view, not from I'm broken and it's like an uphill battle to fix myself. Mm -hmm. There's just so many gifts that you can unlock and release the upper limits in your life. Yes. You are, you are living in Luxembourg and you're probably um, serving people here with your professional skills and everything which is related to how to deliver a baby, how to prepare for this and also work with family, uh, with the families and women especially. Um, I, I guess Luxembourg is a country full of cultures and different people from all over the world. Wh would you have a list of like let's say the the heaviest traumas people are dealing with here or what do you feel that it's most powerful in mm -hmm. terms of traumas mm -hmm. with people from Luxembourg I think it's very subjective the 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 experience of tra trauma is very subjective uh, an event that will be traumatizing for one person mm -hmm. will be completely a no a no-brainer for another person it's very very individual so it doesn't matter what happens on the outside, but it matters what's happening on the inside. And so I cannot say this trauma is worse than that trauma. It really just depends on what the person's resources is at that time. And as children, we are the most vulnerable when we are children and we are powerless and helpless and are reliant upon mm -hmm. our caregivers and limited to their limitations, basically. Um, but if you look at statistics, I can just give you a little bit of a picture. Mm -hmm. According to research, 85% to 95% of us experience some degree of prenatal and birth trauma. Wow. <laughs> and that doesn't even yet include the limbic imprint gaps of childhood, teenage years, all those yeah. bullying, name yeah, calling. Yeah, yeah. And yeah, no... No parent so is perfect. So and and the later life trauma that continues after yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. So we all breakups. have to start with the very, very beginning. Not everyone is aware of the thing that how is important to be calm and to w while you're wearing a baby that it, it just hears everything and is aware of this. Your your 
probably your advice for those who want to as a doula as a yes. let's talk about this because yes. doula is uh, something new for me as well yes and i don't know how many trauma informed people are in luxembourg and uh, professionals who work and are aware to open to this subject but who is doula why should we have a doula in in yes. our lives so the doula is also a wide term and it's actually a concept that has been ex in existence since the beginning of time Women have been helping women to give birth. We had the midwives or the witches, basically, that came with all their lotions and potions and connection to nature and just helped women to birth the babies with the medical care. And then we had the doulas or the, or the birth keepers around them that are, were providing non-medical support being physical, logistical, emotional, especially, that encouragement. So that is how the term doula started. It's a Greek term, and it means helper for women, mm -hmm. literally. Over the, over the centuries, it has evolved, and it's made a big comeback in the recent decades worldwide. Not so much yet in Luxembourg. It's still up and coming. But more and more people coming from expats, coming from other parts of the world, are seeking doula support. And the world, people are searching the term doula. Um, you get so many different types of doulas nowadays. There's so many different certifications. So you cannot say all doulas are the same. Mm -hmm. Each doula will have a speciality in a different area. But the main thing is they are there to guide and support in some way, shape or form, Parents, as they enter parenthood, most of most of the doulas are uh, concerned with providing the actual support during the actual birth. I'm a little bit of a different doula. <laughs> <laughs> I am a preconception, prenatal and parenthood doula. I couldn't do be at the birth as well. I'm mm -hmm. an expat mom myself as well. So I don't have that backup and that support system to leave my family at, in the middle of the night all the time. And I made trauma my, my big baby. Mm -hmm. And so um, I don't just work as a doula. Uh, I work with women, uh, all adult women, and then in the workplace as well. And so I realized the more I worked with parents solving their problems, non-sleeping babies, misbehaving children, uh, stressed parents, traumatized after giving birth, mm -hmm. after not being treated well, after having a shocking experience, after having felt their bodies failed them, I realized the more and deeper I studied pre- and perinatal psychology that the earlier I start, the better. And that creates positive patterns in all the areas, uh, physical, emotional, spiritual, relational, that are being formed in the beginning. And so I, my favorite clients to work with is in preconception mm -hmm. where I have a, a conscious conception program where I help couples to look with a compassionate lens at their own upbringing and their formative patterns their early years to clear the debris there and to get a clear intention for moving forward and simplify and clean up their lives so that they can welcome new life with intention and decrease their risk for all kinds of complications and set the tone for parenthood in a positive way. Yeah, so before making kids, 
exactly. uh, heal your own kid from inside you. I mean, that's your exactly, advice. exactly, exactly. Yeah, that would be perfect. But you know that we don't do this. <laughs> there are the awareness is growing, uh-huh. just as the awareness of trauma has grown. Thank goodness. Um, the awareness for the the benefit it can bring to our world, conscious conception, is also growing. So people are searching for conscious conception and there are couples that uh, it amazes me the young couples nowadays mm-hmm. they are aware and they are like I want to welcome my baby in the best way and I know I have gaps in my childhood and I want to look at it mm-hmm. and I'm not doing it blaming my parents and forever hating them no it's not about that I can still love them and appreciate what they did for me and still at the same time look at those gaps in my childhood and in this way, my body can open up to more bliss, mm-hmm. to more actually have a pleasurable birth. Mm-hmm. I can be connected to my body. The trauma in my body cannot, uh, um, will not show up in the birth because this is what intensity does. Trauma wants to come up as a gift to be released so you see it. And as a woman in pregnant state, she is very open and receptive to rearrange her inner landscape. So her emotional landscape is very malleable during pregnancy. Of course, it's nine months, so it's a bit short to do everything then. So I encourage people that in the future would like to have children, do yourself a favor and look at this stuff before you start the journey into fertility. And if you started already, it's never too late to look at these things because it does show this intensity of trauma does show up in the birth in the birth field in the birth room and it makes everything harder how can influence or what kind of influence can have to a um a future adult a child who has experienced a very hard heavy birth process i mean his mom didn't enjoy the process he was born really hard uh, afterwards he was mm, um maybe I don't know, uh, didn't have enough attention from mom or something because mom was, wasn't good feeling in that period. How this yes. can affect afterwards? Yes. This can create a lot of relational problems for the family. Mm-hmm. Whenever I work with a family, I'm also a holistic pregnancy and child sleep coach. So, And that's how I actually came to trauma because when you look at sleep holistically, you see that it's affected by anything and everything. And one of the things it's affected by is the emotional well-being of the parents and the child. And often at the root of that is undealt with trauma. So as a sleep coach, I had to look at what was the birth of that baby. And as you said, sometimes this can disrupt disrupt the sleep. Mm -hmm. And you know what sleep deprivation can do. It's a form of torture used in war. (laughs) So this can completely destroy a family. And the the level of stress uh, in the household so we look at the family as one central nervous system mm-hmm. our nervous systems co-regulate with each other we affect each other we send and receive a lot of information without even talking just by being in the same living space and the baby is receiving a lot of information from the parents and cannot yet have does not yet have the skills to co-regulate their emotions meaning to calm down when they are stressed and upset they don't have the skills yet to calm down they co-regulate with the parents and a person that has still unintegrated trauma definitely has a huge 
um, difficulty to co-regulate and calm down. And so you will see it in the behavior of the child that the, the behavior is erratic mm-hmm. and the child is the 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 behavior is a communication of what's yes. inside and behavioral methods just looking at the outside of the behavior and putting the child in the corner and say just close the door and sort it out yourself that's not going to create uh, solutions for the root problem so but what parents can do is provide compassionate parenting that is very very healing provide um, baby massage uh, for new little babies is very, very healing as well for that baby. Is it because the position of our bodies when we are in the in the womb is uncomfortable? Because I know um, a man uh, has a body garage or something called it, and he releases the trauma from the body physically because, and he makes people get back to the position they had when they were inside of the womb. So. Basically, you see people with the hands behind their, uh, you know, head and something like this. So the massage could be, you know, that process to release physically the tension. Yeah, as I said, the the trauma is stored in the body. Mm-hmm. So if we are just gonna sit and talk about traumatic past events, that's not that might even re-traumatize people mm-hmm. to re-experience that because the limbic system will recall those earlier sensations and feelings as if the incident is happening right now. Mm-hmm. It is essential that we connect to the body and use the body and touch is very important for humans. Um, there are some studies of orphaned babies that were never touched. They have severe developmental disabilities. Babies need to be touched. And so when parents can respond with gentle touch to the... It's like playing tennis when a child is communicating, throwing a ball, Mm -hmm. and the parent is hitting that ball back. So we call it in brain... It's it's building brains. We call it serve and return. Mm -hmm. The more the serves and returns there are, the more part of the brain you build and you give the child the capacity to to learn and to grow so that the cognitive brain can also grow. Because if the limbic brain, the emotional brain, still has many unintegrated um, imprints, Mm -hmm. this simply hijacks all the other parts of the brain. And there cannot not be enough learning, enough focus, enough concentration. So working with a body, gentle, loving massage is a communication of love and a feeling of being supported and caressed and feeling of being back in the womb because in the womb there's that constant deep pressure of the uterus Mm -hmm. which is very reassuring Mm -hmm. very comforting and then once baby is out in the harsh world it's like there's no borders it feels scary yes unsafe exactly mm -hmm. and it's all remember the nervous system is all about safety and it makes unconsciously we are making this this calculation in our limbic brain, every second, in any aware, um, place we are, am I safe or do I need to protect myself? So you are always open to protect or connect. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yes. 
I will. Uh, it's really informative and it's really great to listen up. I will. Will we come back because we have some news uh, the, um, past thirty past twelve and uh, local and multilingual as uh, we promised Ukrainian news as well. And then we will come back to continue to this uh, very deep and uh, curious subject as well with Maurice here. So stay tuned. Right, Maurice Hyman, who was um, uh, very warm enough to come and talk about traumas and how this. Um, neglect uh, emotions from our childhood ha- can influence our life ahead and create us as adults so um i would like to i would like to proceed with um with the next question probably to kind of wrap the discussion um about the symptoms and what what other uh, potential long-term consequences of childhood uh, trauma particularly when it comes to neglect can appear in the life of adults and what are that symptoms so the consequences of this yes so thanks julieta so yes many of us find ourselves with constant anxiety this is a sign there's something to look at these kind of patterns can be laid down in the beginning and You might feel like, ah, what is my problem? Everything's okay in my life, but I'm just feeling constantly anxious. Exactly. So these kind of patterns can start precognitively even. Mm-hmm. And maybe you are going through your life and you feel like, I always have these overreactions. Mm-hmm. It seems like I'm just emotionally overreacting about everything and losing my patience, l- losing my tact. And just losing it in general more easily than others, seemingly. Mm-hmm, okay, mm-hmm. We could operate from a dissociated state on autopilot, disconnected from our soul, and just feel like life is meaningless. This could be at the root of trauma. Okay. You can f- constantly feel stressed, easily overwhelmed, for instance. Your emotions often get in the way of the best version of yourself. You often struggle to relax or to switch off your mind. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. This mind is just very, very busy thinking, thinking, thinking all the time. And you just cannot seem to relax. There's just something restless inside of you. Mm -hmm. This could be a sign. It could be low self-esteem. It could be that your relationships are problematic because trauma shows up in our relationships. How we interpret people's intentions There is a lot of calculations in back uh, um, in the back office that goes on in our psyche, in our limbic system when we are engaging with other people, and most of them is unconscious. We don't even know this is happening, and then you are always defensive mm-hmm. when people talk to you, or you are overreactive, or you you don't have boundaries and you just give yourself over to everybody mm-hmm. because you don't see yourself as worthy enough. You deep down believe that you deserve to be treated that way. Um, it could be that you very often have the not-so-proud parenting moments, losing your shit. <laughs> 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 often. Again, I'm not saying that you, it's not, that you can never lose your shit. <laughs> But it's in what you do afterwards to repair that connection mm-hmm. and what you're going to do to prevent that next time and model to your kids Listen, yeah, yeah, mommy just l- lost herself a bit there. Mm-hmm. But, you know, here's what I'm... And I'm sorry about that. I was not cool to shout at you. Yeah. But here's what I'm going to do to prevent it next time. I'm going to listen to these messages in my body, to my chest that's expanding, to my heart that's pounding. And I'm going to notice those signs before I explode because that's not okay to explode. Mm-hmm. This mm-hmm. is a valuable gift you can teach your children. 
and I'm going to go to the room and just calm myself quickly and I'm going to come back. So these are things you can tell your kids. Then continuing with trauma symptoms. Um, I mean, your inner voice is harsh, critical or fearful or just damn negative constantly. Mm -hmm. These kind of patterns start then. You feel flat, numb, directionless, hopeless, unsuccessful, meaningless life. You feel like a failure. Mm-hmm. Or you think about the past. You feel sad, angry, resentful about the past, scared about the future. This could be the, at the root of trauma. You can go back to previous experiences. You feel blocked creatively. Trauma saps our life force energy because it takes a lot of energy to keep that unintegrated yeah. Sustain inspiration. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Addictions. Mm -hmm. Addictions is another one. So they can be severe. When we think of addictions, we think, oh, gosh, it's like junkies. Yeah. Okay. That's not me. Mm -hmm. (laughs) But Mm -hmm. let me tell you, many of us have little addictions going on. We are numbing ourselves with too much eating, drinking, smoking, sex, Netflix, shopping, working, gambling. The list goes on. Mm. Whatever you do so much that it becomes your boss and you cannot do without it anymore. The addiction is an escape for those students. Exactly. And you are numbing the feelings inside Mm -hmm. because we grow up in our society thinking that emotions and feelings are to be avoided and they are bad, they are weak. I should not feel them because there is this existential fear in us that if I should feel my feelings, I will die. (laughs) This is is literally the the irrational thought we have. And actually, it's not that. We can ride those waves. And if we have a compassionate witness to guide us so that we don't get lost in it and stay in there forever, that is just so very, very helpful. And then with the help of someone, you can learn skills to do this for yourself. Because you don't want to go to the psychiatrist the rest of your life. Exactly. You want to learn some self-empowering skills. And the last, two, the last two points I want to add for trauma symptoms is you may have unexplained health problems. Mm-hmm. This, you read the book of Dr. Gabor Mate, When the Body Says No, Trauma Manifests in the Body. Um, many terminal illnesses have at their root childhood trauma to be honest and so all those unspoken angers anger and underneath the anger the sadness and the heartbreak um, that is in us and unexpressed and then when you feel just disconnected from your soul um, this is also a sign so yes what do we do before going because I guess if they are deeper you have to do therapy otherwise you have to search for help and to seek for someone who is professional in this but, yeah, as you said in a moment, to go in another room and to calm yourself. Um, what else can we do to cope with this and to to establish an, before being aware that you have something inside and you have to work on? Or maybe, yeah, what else can we do to to ease our life in, in like, being aware that we have some traumas? So there are many, many methods on the market, many different schools of thought, but the field of somatic psychology, soma meaning the body, this is really the key. So any type of therapy that speaks to you, because Mm -hmm. it's very individual, and most of these events happened in the relational field, meaning that the healing happens also in a relational field. So If many people go, it's always funny because I often get people that don't fit with 
traditional therapy mm-hmm. or they do that and they come to me as compliment because they want something deeper, something mm-hmm. different. Um, or they don't want to do therapy at all and that it's not for them. They have some limiting belief there and they want to come to me rather. Um, I have a quite a soulful approach. And then, um, yeah, some people that go there the first time say, no, no, I don't like therapy. I didn't like that. Uh, psychologist so I don't like therapy so we don't do that with dentists <laughs> when we go to the dentist and we don't like him we don't say oh, I'm never going back to the dentist uh-huh. all dentists are bad uh-huh. and this is often how people think about psychology because there is still a stigma around it mm-hmm. in some mm-hmm. parts some cultures so I'm from South Africa and there there's a huge stigma still uh, it's like if you go to a psychologist it's only for crazy cuckoo people yeah, yeah means yeah. you're you are you, you're weak and you're bad yeah. and useless it's actually not the case it's actually a very responsible wise healthy choice for yourself we all need support in our lives and emotional support and encouragement and it's very harsh to expect that our partners and our children and colleagues need to provide and our friends need to provide all of that for us they mm. have problems of their own and they cannot listen to all our problems always. So it's very prof- it's very responsible to have someone you can speak to, and try. Dif- my my advice is to try different methods that would resonate with you because mm-hmm. this healing journey is not going to work for you, and that healing journey is not going to work for that person. It's very very individual. But in general, holistic methods that integrate the trauma, not just by talking. Mm-hmm. In, in somatic ways, getting the body activated and learning new skills, how to regulate your nervous system. So those two, not just removing the old trauma, but also learning new skills because you have continued with these old patterns that the original trauma created in your system to cope. And it was very clever at that time. You maybe dissociated, mm-hmm. walled yourself off from those emotions to not feel them, to survive in the moment because it would have been too overwhelming with the resources available at that time. So a little baby would dissociate and just go into a numbness. Mm-hmm. Like it looks like they're spaced out. Yeah, Many adults today look like they're spaced out permanently. Mm-hmm. And it's it's coming from that. So learning how to ground and regulate yourself and especially um, learning relationship skills and self-care, proper self-care. This kind of therapies that offer this kind of thing is what's going to create lasting change. Yes, this is great. Um, I think these are great examples how to incorporate some holistic approach and their healing, self-healing. But it's it's not easy because exactly. there are people who are coming with their boobas, their own boobas from their backgrounds, exactly. meeting another person who has grown up in his background with his parents, with his house rules. And then these two come together and then they make another human beings. And this is, yeah, it's a lot. Exactly. It's good to be aware of yourself first. What is there to work on you and then to be maybe to have an easier way to approach someone else in your life. And then kids exactly. and brothers, relationship with your sisters, parents and so on. Exactly. Yeah, Maurice, I, I, I understand that your job is not an easy one. <laughs> But um, I wish I wish I understand Um, that healthcare professionals and educators and community in Luxembourg there there should be open for this and to to make our lives a bit easier. Uh, I don't know your last message for <laughs> 
yes. people uh, to be more aware of this and to to pursue to healing. So I when they can where they can find your services by the way. Yes, tell us. So first of all, I I I am I'm deeply sorry to say that there are no quick fix f- magic button for trauma, mm, for healing yeah. trauma. It is unfortunately an, an ongoing journey of self discovery, but with many many gifts that come along. So through all my healings, I've discovered and uncovered in myself so many gifts. I would not have been able to sit in this seat and speak with a smile about this topic if I hadn't done my work. Mm-hmm. That's for sure. I would have cried a long time ago (laughs) and wouldn't have been able to speak at all but what I want to tell people is if you go with it with an open heart and curiosity and curious what you can discover about yourself you're going to discover a deeper part of yourself that has so many gifts to unlock and so for the parents out there thinking oh my gosh I'm going to screw up my kids (laughs) so basically Um, I really love the saying from Maya Angelou. So do the best you can until you know better. Mm -hmm. And when you know better, you do better. That's it. (laughs) And we are literally intergenerational change agents. We are the generations that can stop the patterns from continuing generation to generation. And we have it in our power. The tools are out there. So... Good luck to everybody. Um, If it speaks to you to have a holistic look at your personal development, your healing, your trauma, whatever you want to call it, Mm -hmm. upskilling your life, uh, you can find me at uh, www.mariesheiman.com, M-A-R-I-S-E-H-Y-M-A-N.com. And I will be very happy to guide you. Thank you, Maries. Yeah, let's treat it as... Yeah, it's a deep question. It's a deep topic, but sometimes life is a play. You have to take it as a play and to enjoy it, first of all, working on ourselves as well. But yeah, I'm just reminding that Carlos, one of our listeners, called us and said, you're going to talk about trauma. I just want to say that I have three kids and I just uh, (laughs) screw this off because... uh, Carlos, do the best you can until you know better. But at least, as he said, he's paying the lunch for them now. recovering the the, the guilt yeah uh, it's good to be aware thank you everyone for listening to the topic today thank you Maurice one more time good luck My pleasure. and uh, I wish you glad you know clients in the end happy people in the end who um, uh, heal themselves be happy people enjoy your life and have a very wonderful weekend we have 10 days up until Christmas Merry Christmas everyone I'm gonna have listen some music till the end of the hour we have some news and we'll hear again you uh, next Wednesday, I guess. Bye! <laughs>